Welcome to No Stage Lights, a podcast where we go behind the smoke and mirrors of everything from marriage to entrepreneurship. I am your host, Janelle Carter. And I'm Terry Carter. Welcome, everybody. Thank Hi, guys. you for tuning in to No Stage Lights. How are you, Terry? I'm doing good. Good. I'm doing good. How about you? You know what? I'm fine. I have a pit in my stomach, and I'm not 100% sure where it's coming from. I'm trying to really tune in to my body and my mind and my spirit and figure out what emotion this is. But I feel some heaviness and some sadness. And I think it's just like our state of the world. And the reason I bring it up is I think it's going to kind of melt into today's episode. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, you and I had a pretty heavy conversation last night. Yeah, we did. And um, part of what we talked about was like a power struggle and how that converts into a term that is well known by all of us as bullying. Mm -hmm. And we had a lot to say about that. And we both felt like it was a pull and a call to talk to our listeners about this very big, massive, sensitive subject. Well, because I think everybody can relate to it at some point in their life. Um, and even more so, it's, and when I, you know, when I dealt with it, it was always on a personal level. Um, now they have, with the internet and everything now, now there's like cyberbullying. I mean, it, oh, it's yeah. a real deal. And it's, I can't imagine being a kid in these times when you can open up, I don't know mm -hmm. if, it's, if it's Snapchat or yeah. Facebook or whatever have you. And people are like just really and snap, cruel. And Snapchat messages go away. Yeah. And you know what? Like I, they're there and they're gone. Yeah. And I think something needs to be fixed I'm about that, about like if something, sure. you know, devastating happens, somehow the law or the courts need to be able to retrieve. I think they can. What, okay, I, that would be I, good. I'm, because I'm pretty sure that they can. I would hope. Um, You know, this is an aggressive goal directed behavior. The goal is to harm another individual. Right within the context of of a power imbalance. Yeah, that and misery loves company. Bullies are just dumbasses that that are hurting in their own way or and just want to make people feel bad and that's what I can, wanted to kind of dig deeper into because gosh darn it, once you understand kind of the simple psychology behind people and their behavior, it's really difficult, in my opinion, to stay angry at somebody because there it, it do you do you understand what i'm I, saying i completely do i think every situation and i've said this in the last episode and i'll continue to say it on everything that it applies to is each each circumstance presents its own uh, yeah, set you know of I mean? sure. It, yeah, how you would deal with it. I mean, yeah, it's not a blanket situation. Yeah. My, what I'm trying to say, okay, so we've got bullies, you know, people who are intentionally 
harming somebody else's feelings or them physically or whatever uh, to, to gain power, to feel, you know, power, because for whatever reason, that person feels powerless. And I want people to understand, especially our young adults and people who really are maybe dealing with us on the daily that could be listening. You know, it's not a matter of tolerance, but if you understand why a bully bullies, doesn't make it right. It doesn't forgive them. It doesn't discredit it. And it doesn't help the victim. But it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with that bully. Right. We figured that out as adults, but now you tell that and, to a kid. Well, that's what I'm trying you to know. That's what I'm trying to say. Because so it's I, real in their world. It's like, absolutely. They're the ones that are afraid to go to school. Of course. The next and then day. there's all these like unbelievable suicide rates. And mm-hmm. here's what I want to say on on suicide. Um, there's a message that I want to get across. And something really interesting happened today. We went back through some of our old podcasts that maybe are not old to you, but are older to us, you know, early in our season. Yeah. Like we were going, they were recorded early in our season and we pulled one up and right away we started the episode and I was saying, this has been such a hard week. We had a lot of really hard things happening. This was over a year ago. And I looked at Terry and I said, what in the heck was going on? And it made me realize that whatever was happening right then seemed awful. Oh, it was big in it was big in our world at that time. At that time. And here we are a year later, and I'm like, do you even remember what was going on? I don't remember what was going on. All I'm trying to say is that if you're having a day right now that you feel is just kicking your butt, you know, I'm not talking like big traumatic events here. I'm talking like you're just having this, you know, We're your, your car right broke now. down and yeah. you're, you know, or, or maybe it's even a little bigger. Maybe you, you know, maybe you were let go of your job today. I, something like that. I'm not going to say in a year, you're not going to remember it, but it might not feel as deep and it might not feel as bad. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't feel it right now, but there is hope on the other side. Yeah. Just know that it will get better. Just keep, just keep going. Yeah, there's hope on the other side. And so going back to this like whole idea of understanding the psychology, I think has helped you and I both understand, like even down to our divorces, when we were, you know, previously married and were divorced, even down to that, I feel like I understand more. And it doesn't mean that I'm not still like upset with the situation or like, you know, aggravated with some of the behaviors that occurred in, but I understand why. Yeah. um, You are able to let go a lot easier than I am. And I, I, I've worked on that and I'm, I'm getting better at it. And the bottom line is, the longer that you do hold on to something and let eat at you, um, it's really only affecting you because 
there's a good chance that that other person that was part of it, they're not even thinking about it anymore. Right. And it just, if you can kind of like dig down deep. So we did an exercise. I, I think I thought we did this on a, one of our episodes, but maybe not. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. If you can look deep into that person and see them as a child, like if you can look at somebody who's bullied you or done you wrong in the past and you can see them as a child and you can look back and you can see the hurt and the pain and the bullying that they were enduring. It, it doesn't make it right. I don't know what the word I'm looking no, for. I know, yeah. It doesn't excuse what they were doing, but I, I don't, who knows? I mean, we don't know what is on the other side unless, you know, it's brought, brought to our attention unless we f- actually figure it out to to know what's going on in that person's world why they feel like they have to you know take take it out on you and that's where i struggle because no everybody's life isn't you know everybody's got things you know nobody's life is perfect but not everybody's a bully so why oh, right. is it why is it okay for that bully to it's get away not you know? okay. it's, it's not, not yeah. okay it's not okay right but what it does is it takes the blame off of you. It makes, okay, so if I bullied you and you felt awful about yourself and down the road you realize, oh man, Janelle bullied me because she was in really dire straits. She was really having trouble. She was this, she was that. Does it make it right for me? No, but does it take the blame off of myself? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And forgiveness to forgive sets a prisoner free, and then you realize that the prisoner was you. Wow. Yeah. But, you know, that's a, a lot more difficult for some people. I'm not saying and, it's easy. Yeah. And, and I'm it, not saying I've te- completely, if we were perfect humans who could right. just, you know. Well, and the other terrible thing is because of that instance, no matter how long, you know, if it was that long ago, like you've been mm-hmm. carrying that with you for that long. I mean, wow, that's. Whoa. Even if even if you do let it go and and do forgive and forget and stuff, a whole chunk of your life you've spent sure carrying that around. Um, you know, it just yeah, it just stinks. You know that it does. You know, and I think I think you I think we were both bullied in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you were bullied more than I was, maybe, or I don't know about more. I don't think it's a like contest, but yeah, I, um, again, everybody goes through it. I think at some point, I think you have a harder time forgiving or letting it go I, than I do. Yes, I will agree with that, and that's okay. Uh, but when you set that free, it does. It really does feel good. Oh, I'm, I'm, and like I said, I've. I think I've done okay. Yeah, I think you've done. I think you have too. Yeah. I don't. I'm not saying that you're like you know, waking up swinging, still mad at the world. Um, but you're right. It does. It's not like it just goes away. Like it creates a footprint. Mm-hmm. Right. So one of the things that we talk about, you and I privately, um, is, and I don't really find this like bullying per se. But one of the things like in a lot of my relationships, I was told 
over and over that I talk too much, that I don't shut up, that I'm, you know, just don't stop talking. And what I think is funny is that I have a career in speaking now. We have, you know, we talk on the podcast, you know, public speaking. I always have a microphone. I have something in my hand that's amplifying my voice at all times. (laughs) Uh, And, but when I met you, I remember being very insecure because when you're told that you talk too much your whole life. Well, you were told you were annoying. Annoying and yeah, all of that. Um, You said to me, what did you say to me? I like your stories. I like your stories. And I said, I know, but I repeat them a lot. And sometimes I talk too much. And you said. Works out perfect because I forget most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like a new adventure every time. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I you, am 10-second Tom. <laughs> and you, yeah, that's a great movie, right? We're talking mm-hmm. about the movie with Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler called 50 First Dates. Uh, and uh, there's a character called named 10-second Tom. And we often refer to ourselves mm-hmm. as that. Um, and so, yeah, great movie if you haven't, if you haven't checked that out. Um, but you kind of right it or wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Like... Where I was without even knowing it, without even knowing it, yes. Um, but those that's still something that I carried into my adulthood. You know, I was I was definitely the kid getting like marks on my report card because I was talkative. I can't I can't see that. <laughs> I, 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 it's so hard to get you to talk. <laughs> and see, even you saying that. I get it like, I feel like I'm squirming in my chair. Like, oh, like, I know I do talk a lot. You're right. Mm. But that's where it comes from. All of these, you know, negatives that are thrown at us. Um, You know, even like I was a tall, skinny, gangly kid. Like my arms were as long as my legs, I swear. And uh, even that, like. You know, I was bony and I was all these things that are not necessarily like attractive, I guess, were words were used that. And then my maiden name was fish. So like you can only imagine, mm-hmm. you know, how many fish sticks and <laughs> things, you know. Oh, I'm sure. And um, I think there was even at one point. A can of tuna kicked at me so you know yeah that's rude well yeah but you know some kid thought it was funny you know it's kind of defending the bully some which i can't even believe i said that i talked to one of them that i had went to school with and um just a couple years ago and he told me that he remembered because we were talking about this other student who's another friend of mine. And um, he get picked on all the time, this kid. I mean, I, I, and that's, I think, why him and I were friends is because I just I stayed by him just to kind of, mm-hmm. you know. And um, the guy that was doing the bullying, I mean, we're talking and he gets tears in his eyes. And he's like, I remember doing this one time. And he goes, I, f- I feel really bad about that right yeah. now. And he goes, and I looked at him and I said, you know what? Kids, kids are cruel and we yeah. all, we all grow, we all grow mm-hmm. up. And, and, 
and it's it was comforting at that moment to know that some of them do feel remorse about that you know they'll, oh, sure. they'll and i'm sure more so that more more often than i mm-hmm. would realize yeah cuz we all do grow and you yeah. know either that or you grow into being a you know an adult who bullies and teaches their children to bully and the cycle continues mm-hmm. um i have something interesting to point out an interesting emotion that i'm feeling when i said that I got a can of tuna kicked at me. I immediately felt like, but big deal, Janelle, you make a big deal out of everything. Why are you so sensitive? That is not that big of a deal. You don't even have a sense of humor. So what happened in where that's not a sense of humor in my life. What? Right. But that's what I mean. But like what happened that I, that I don't want to ever make a big deal out of the way I feel. So I had been in some very unhealthy, toxic relationships. And one in particular that got dangerous um, and ended with some legal action. And even that I look back on, knowing full well that it was wrong. I look back on some of that and think, was I making too big of a deal? Am I being dramatic? No, because, I mean, I think when when you hear that, oh, my gosh, can't you take a joke? Oh, my blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I think that is the bullies. That's his. That's the card they play when they want to turn the tables and like, I'm not bullying. I'm I just think it's kidding. called gaslighting, actually. Yeah, I mean, but it's their out. It is. It's they're out of going, I wasn't doing that. That'd be like if I smacked you across the face and you, well, you're not going to cry, but that'd be like, if I, a good okay. chance I would. <laughs> <laughs> so that, and you said, ow, that really hurt. And you got, ow, Charlie, Charlie bit me. <laughs> and you said that really, really hurt. And I said, oh my God, you're such a baby. It did not hurt. That's gaslighting. Yeah. And that, so, so I'm just realizing this and I feel like I've got like tears in my eyes because I've been a ball of emotions all day. I don't know why that I have a term for it and a word because I never want, I guess I had been gaslighted for longer than I thought because I never want somebody to think that I'm like, like you could sock me in the stomach and I'd be like, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. Cause I don't want you to think I'm being dramatic about it. And that is 5,000% wrong. Is it? Absolutely. Okay. Somebody punches you in the stomach and you're well, going to go, oh. No, I mean, I mean. Or it's just, it doesn't matter what it is. If they're mean, mm-hmm. if they're mean. Mm-hmm. That, that, mm-hmm. That's it, bottom line. If, it, if they know the action that they're about to do mm-hmm. is going to hurt you and that's their intention. Then they're a dumbass. In and my then it's, they're, they're, yeah. they're just mean. Oh, mean. Red Foreman has entered the building. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I agree. I'm just having trouble wrapping my mind around. Doesn't have anything so to do with So do what? you think that I was told a lot? I mean, I've clearly blocked a bunch of stuff out. So like, do you think that I was told that I was like, that I'm too sensitive? I mean, Absolutely. I'm still told that. That's, I'm still told, like, you're so sensitive, not by you, but I'm still told, like, that I have too big of a heart and I'm too sensitive and I love too big. Well, those, and, are, those are a little different than the whole bullying thing. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you are guilty of 
having too big of a heart and, and wearing your heart on your sleeve, but that's not a bad quality. That's not, I mean, that's, it, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. And that's just, that's just your, that's who you are. Um, as far as the whole, you're too sensitive and all that crap, as far as when somebody does something negative to you mm-hmm. again, that's they're out. That's, yeah. you know, the, the, they, they suddenly turn the situation onto you going, wow. Okay. Um, did I take that wrong? Am I overreacting? So now it's no longer about, wow, this guy's a jerk. So it's a giant mind fuck. Exactly. Pardon my French. Yeah, exactly. That's their card. They're playing to get out of the situation. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because it doesn't have anything to do with, with me. Yeah. Huh. Well, that feels good. I'm not sure. That's $150, how- by the way. <laughs> I'm not sure really how to start the healing process on that at the age of 43 and what that would look like you to don't, feel. Well, first of all, people that talk to you that way and, and imply those things, you want to just eradicate them from your life. Well, you know, they're like, gone. Yeah. But here's the thing is that it, as we talked about, the footprint is still there. It's oh, left. Yeah. Just like mm-hmm. you said, you know, the bully can grow up and be the nicest person in the world and apologize. I mean, I had a, I had a girl who bullied me in high school, who tearfully apologized in our adulthood. And I think she's fantastic. I mean, I think she's a sweet girl. Again, some people do evolve and. But that footprint's still there. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the whole point of, you know, you can forgive, but you can't forget. Have you seen those exercises like on YouTube? I don't even know if I'm going to say this right, but they'll like take like a piece of paper. Right. And then they'll say, um, you know, I'm going to tear off this piece of paper for and for every bad thing that you said to this person, tear off a piece of paper until now you've got like this piece of paper that's all torn up and then you tape it back together with apologies. Right. So the paper is now whole again, but the paper has all kinds of cracks, all still. The, yeah, all the, all the tears yeah. and all the crack, you know, and it's taped back together. So it's back to whole. You've apologized, but that is very much like what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So understanding the psychology behind why I am not saying takes the blame or the responsibility off of the person who's bullying, but what it does is it takes the responsibility off of your own shoulders. Right. And that's the only one you should be concerned with. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, I didn't think when we started today's episode that I was going to have an aha moment, but aha. Like I said, $150. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, time goes so fast when we're having fun, doesn't it? Yes, it does. So real quick before we take off here, we wanted to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by Carter Coffee Company. Go check Carter Coffee Company out at cartercoffeeco.com. Guatemalan shade grown coffee. It's delicious. And it's ours. So check it out. We'd love to have you have a cup in your hand while you're listening to us. Yes. And a big shout out to our friends, Justin and Caitlin over in Indiana. I know that, my goodness, you can't ask for better friends, better supporters. I know that they drink Carter Coffee Company while listening to our podcast. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're not sick of us yet, but we love y'all. And uh, 
Love you guys. And we will talk soon. Signing out. I'm Janelle Carter. I'm Terry Carter. Thank you for tuning into No Stage Lights. Take care, guys.